welcome to With All My Heart, a podcast hosted by Joanna Kobernat, pastor's wife at Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. This podcast is designed to help ladies of all ages with the principles of the Word of God. In this podcast, we will explore what it means to love God with all our hearts. Through Bible lessons, we will discover how to deepen our relationship with the Lord and experience His love in a more personal way. As we journey together, let's open our hearts to the unchanging truths of God's Word. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me again this morning, and I hope you are having a wonderful week. I'm sure you're busy with all of the different Christmas events and preparations and scurrying around. And I hope that you're just enjoying these moments with your family. And I know I speak of that often, but I am enjoying this Christmas season. It's always so fun to look at it through the eyes of my children and through you all's eyes. And just I've enjoyed all the holiday parties. We had the Saints Alive party. We've had different staff parties and the parties with the kids at school and the Masters Club parties. And it's so just exciting to see the kids, their excitement and really just all the reason for the season of being together and family and remembering the one that made it all possible for us. So thank you so much for joining me again today. I do hope that you'll plan to be with us this Sunday. I am looking forward to, of course, every Sunday at Victory, but this Sunday night is always a special service when we're together as a church family, and then we have our Christmas cookie fellowship after church. And uh, if you'd like to come and bring your favorite, one of your favorite Christmas cookies or desserts, please do that. And if you want to come and not bring anything, please do that too, because we always have more than enough. And the girls and I are planning on what we're going to make, and we, it's a fun time together. But come either way. It's, it's just so much fun to be together as a church family, and I look forward to spending that time with you all. Well, as I said, thank you so much for joining me this morning, and we are still in the Christmas story in Luke, primarily. I like to compare the Christmas story with where it's mentioned in Matthew and at other places in the Scripture. But I have thoroughly enjoyed um, studying over this, and I don't just do it on the day that I'm going to record, but I've enjoyed really the entire month and leading up to it, just reading the Christmas story over and over again. And you know, I'm reminded that our Bible, it is the living word, because no other book could we read over again and over again and continue to get different truths, different lessons, and to receive different applications. And my heart has been so encouraged this year how the Lord has given me several applications that I just hadn't seen before. But as I was preparing for you all and for these podcasts and broadcasts, uh, He just brought several thoughts out to me. I enjoyed so much uh, learning about Elizabeth last week and seeing how that she was an encourager to Mary and how that her life, even some hard things in her life, God had had intention for them and nothing was by accident and it was just at the right time. But this week we're going to talk about Mary. And of course, she is, in my mind, the, the star, one of the stars of the Christmas story, of course, next to the birth of Jesus, our Messiah. But um, I grew up in a church that we had a Christmas play every year. And when I say Christmas play, that is probably the understatement of the year. Um, my church put on this massive production every year, and God used it in an amazing way to see many, many thousands of people come each year and then many hundreds that were saved each year. And it has been the joy of my heart to see my brother, uh, Joe, who is the pastor there now, he has carried on that tradition. And in that tiny little town of Iowa, God has used the Marion Avenue Baptist Church to put on this amazing play that so many people have heard the gospel. And I think at a time of the year, 
at Christmas time when many people, whether they're in church or not, whether they're saved or not, their hearts turn to the Lord, whether they even realize it or not. And God has used that church to really just draw the net. And I'm so thankful for the way God uses us here at Victory as well. But where I'm going at with all that is I remember as a little girl, when we'd be getting ready for that Christmas play, it was always exciting to find out who was going to play Mary in the play that year. And that was always kind of a position of honor, so to speak. And um, I never played it. Of course, I was a younger girl and just growing up. And um, after I was married, we were not there. And I don't think I would have gotten the part anyway. But it was always so exciting to see. And as a little girl growing up and watching Mary as she enacted uh, those scenes in the play, much of which were uh, scriptures that were taken straight from the Bible and really just put into action, I often could not help but think, what was it like to be Mary? What What did Mary think about things? And you know, when we read through Luke 1 and Luke 2, so much of it is the story of what's happening to Mary. The angel appeared unto Mary, and the angel Gabriel, and he told her, he said, you are going to have a baby, and you are blessed, and you are highly favored. And you know, the Bible tells us that Mary was afraid, and says she cast about in her mind, and she says, how can this be? She was confused. You know, I can't imagine if I would have had that actually happen to me, and today, you know, an angel appear to me. (laughs) First of all, I would have thought I was losing my mind, but I can't imagine what that was like. And then as the reality sunk in, as we've talked about in past lessons, you know, we look back and I was thinking yesterday as my my little Chloe, she was at a school party and she's putting together a little manger scene for a Christmas ornament and everything looks so perfect and there's little palm trees and there's the straw and everything just looks so perfect and clean. But you know, I know that was not what it was like. And I'm sure that the conditions were deplorable that she brought her baby into this earth into this world too. We've talked about the society, the culture that she grew up in, and what it was like to be a single mom. And it would be difficult, it is difficult today, but I can't imagine the stigma that was upon her, that she bore. You know people didn't believe her, many didn't believe her. Who was going to believe her? Maybe a few faithful friends. But you know what, Mary was faithful. And so I often thought, what was it like to be Mary? What did Mary feel like whenever the, Mar- whenever the angel appeared to her? What did she feel like when the angel left? And she said, now what? What was it like to be Mary to look into the face of her little baby that she loved just as much as you or I love our children and to think that is my baby, but he's also my Messiah. He's the Christ child. What was it like to follow Mary when even for Mary to follow Jesus when even Jesus was as young as 12 years old and he was setting and he was teaching the scribes in the temple. What was it like for Mary? I think of my little Micah Joseph and I love him so much, but you know, he's all boy. And if you ask me, I think he's perfect, but I know fully well he's not. He's got a very big dose of humanity. But what was it like to be Mary and to look at her son and to say, he's my child, but he's God? What was it like to be Mary to stand at Calvary? I don't know about you or me, but when I see my children hurt, it's almost more than I can bear. What was it like to be Mary to stand there and watch that? And so as I read the the Christmas story, I call it the Christmas story in Luke 1 and verse Luke 2, I find three places that God gave us a glimpse into the heart of Mary. Three places where she replied or she acted or it told what she was thinking a little bit. And I find the first one in Luke chapter 1 and verse number 38. And the angel has just left from Mary. 
and he has just told her, he's the last thing he says, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. And in verse number 38, it says, And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. And the first thing I see about Mary is a glimpse into Mary's heart. I see that she had a humble heart. She had a spirit of humility and submission. You know, the angel has just brought news that has changed Mary's life forever. It's changed her future forever. She's going to be a mother, and yet she's not yet a wife. Her, her having baby Jesus, that altered her timing with Joseph when she was going to get married and when they were going to consummate that marriage. And you know what Mary said? Be it unto me according to thy will. And you know, I am so challenged so often because I have lots of plans and ideas and I'm pretty independent. And sometimes it's hard to say, okay, Lord, whatever you want, be it unto me. I give myself. You know, when Mary said that, be it unto me, according to my will, thy will, she wasn't just stepping aside and saying, okay, Lord, you can have your way and I'll stay in the background. No, she had a very active role to play. And she was giving her body. She was giving her time. She was giving her very life. For the will of God. And so I see a humble heart. I see that she had a spirit of humility and submission. And then it's the second time I see where we get a glimpse into Mary's heart. I see also in verse chapter number one and verses number 46 to 49, she's been with Elizabeth. And we talked about this last week, how that Elizabeth proclaimed her favored and Elizabeth was an encouragement to her. And then here's Mary's response. And Mary said, my soul doth magnify the Lord and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done to me great names, great things, and holy is, on, is his name. And she goes on the next four, few verses just to proclaim the goodness and the greatness of God. And I often think whenever I see that verse in verse number 46, it says, My soul doth magnify the Lord. And you know, to me, the word magnify means to make him great. And Mary chose in her life, I am going to make the Lord great in my life. She could have thought, I'm going through a hard time and we don't have a lot of money and I don't know how I'm gonna take care of this baby and the future is so uncertain. But Mary chose to live a life of faith and she says, my soul doth magnify the Lord. She made him great. And I was so convicted as I read that verse, and I thought, what am I making great in my life right now? I love my children, and I've spent so much of the recent times and days in, my, in our life working to make Christmas special, and I'm making them great in my life. I make you all great in my life by the time that I spend with you. I want to make my husband and his ministry great. But you know, more than anything else in my heart and my life, I want to make the Lord great in my heart. I want to have a faith in Him. I want to express that He is powerful and He is going to work out great things in our life. Mary made Him great. And then I see the third place where we can have a glimpse into the heart of Mary. And I've always loved this verse because I feel like that more than any other, to me, this shows Mary's humanity. Uh, and I relate to this. But the Bible talks about after the baby is born and after the shepherds come to see the baby. And the Bible talks about the shepherds here in Luke 2, verse number 16. I'll start there. It says, And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. 
And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. Verse number 19. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And you know, in that verse right there, I see a glimpse into the heart of Mary. And I see a mother's heart. You know, as moms, and I'm sure you all that are grandparents or aunts and uncles, um, I was sitting at a table across from an, an older man in our church about a week or so ago, and I had little Micah next to me. Micah's four years old, and um, Micah was being a four-year-old, and he didn't want to eat what I had gotten him to eat, in, fact, in spite of the fact that that was exactly what he told me he wanted to eat. He was just doing what four-year-olds do, as you all know that have children, and they can be a handful. But that elderly man looked over at me, older man looked over at me and he said, these are the precious days. And he didn't say a lot more, but I knew what he was thinking is these are the days that I wish back. The days when it's, um, it may seem hard, but it's easy when they're little just to love and they're so cute. But you know, Mary, as a child, for all of us, I'm sorry, as mothers, there are times when I want to hang on to something from every stage of life of my children because I don't want to forget it. And when I read that verse, it says, Mary kept all these things and she pondered them in her heart. And I think that even though Jesus was the Christ child, even though he was her Messiah, come to save his people from their sins, even though he was headed to a cross, for Mary, that was her little boy. And she watched him grow up, and the heart of Mary kept those things, and she pondered them in her heart. And I believe that she was a good mother to Jesus, and she loved him. And she had perhaps arguably the most influential role in the life of our Savior outside of his heavenly Father. And I see that, that Mary kept all these things and she pondered them in her heart. And so this season and throughout the year, I pray that we would be willing that no matter what Christ asks of us, what God asks of us, that we would say, be it unto me according to thy will. Let us be willing to give our families, our hearts, our homes back to him, our lives. Let us be willing to live a life of faith. Let us magnify the Lord. Let us make him great. And let us always have a heart that is sweet and kind and that loves our children and that holds the things of the Lord dear in our heart, that we ponder these things in our heart. Let us think about the great things He has done in our life. Let us not forget them. Let us hold them in our hearts. Thank you so much for joining me today. I look forward to being with you again next week. I hope you are having a wonderful Christmas season. Thank you for listening to With All My Heart, a ladies' devotional podcast with Joanna Coburnett. We hope that you have been encouraged and challenged to deepen your love for Christ and be more like Him today. God loves us, and we should love Him in return. Until next time, keep seeking Him with all your heart.